You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. And today we're covering a new show. I'm excited. Um, still giving you the Bravo content you know and love, but we're giving you shots of sunset. Yes, yes, yes. If you're a true writer and you listened to the end of our last episode, we warned you that this was coming and today's the day. And we're talking about Shaz of Sunset. Sunset? <laughs> Corvette, Corvette. Talking about Shaz of Sunset season eight, episodes one and two. Um, I think the day this comes out, episode three will be out, but we'll have to talk about that at a later date. So to start off, Jay, do you want to explain Shaza Sunset from your perspective, like where you're coming from, what this recap means to you, all of that? Um, okay, so for everyone listening, like I have never watched Shaza Sunset. Like I haven't even watched like an episode like in the past. Like I've maybe I've seen a clip, but I've never like really watched like an ep- like a whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do recognize I, what Reza. Reza, is, is, yes. That's his name, right? Um, I recognize Reza. I've seen him before. And I recognize... He's the needing leaks of the show. Right. <laughs> Gone too soon, I guess. Um, and I recognize MJ. But you those do? two... I, I feel like they... Because I feel like they've been on other, like, Bravo stuff. Like, you know, like, a Watch What Happens Live or something. So oh. I recognize seeing that those two... Everyone else was just, you know, I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so Jay and I, like, you know, we watched it separately. Like I told her, like, let me just watch it on my own, like without you trying to explain plot lines to me. Cause I just want to get like raw, <laughs> raw first impressions about how I feel about people. It kind of reminds me, I've um, talked about this with you before, but there's a podcast called Who Put This On? And so they watch reality shows and they just watch one random episode. They usually don't start with the premiere. Sometimes they do, but they just try to watch a random episode and evaluate it. So I feel like this is a cross between Housewives on Display X, Who Put This On? But can mm-hmm. see. So, I mean, I actually, I liked it. Um, I think the, the first episode was better than the second one. But sure. not in, in, in like a way that I'm like, you know, like this is trash. I'm not going to watch it. It was entertaining. Um, and I feel like I kind of, well, maybe not really. <laughs> I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to think if I understand what's going on. I don't think I uh-huh. really do. Uh-huh. Um, right now, um, I like Reza. I'm not really sure about his man, though. I feel like he's a, he's selling him a little bit too much to us. Ooh, we um, can talk about Adam at a later time. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like MJ. I like that she's a, you know, a thick queen. Um, and a pretty girl, right? And she is pretty, yeah. Um, she lets her man get a, a, away with a little bit too much. Like, she will say something to him, but it's kind of after he's flown off the handle just a tad. Um, and very, I fair assessment, he, fair assessment. Yeah, and I knew he was from New York. I knew he was one of mine as soon as I saw him because I was like, his accent was ridiculous. And him being angry while he's talking, but not really angry, but angry anyway. Um, what I would describe as passion, 
Yeah, he has a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very passionate. I'm like, that's raw animalistic passion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that is a New Yorker on a Wednesday, honey. Like, that's just, you know, whatever. Um, Golnessa, am I saying that right? Gigi? Yeah, Golnessa. She has a very interesting look to her that kind of like takes a minute to get in used line. to in seeing. Line. Yeah, because it she has a little bit of like a Picasso painting of a face. Her face is like smushed together. It's like all of it is like, like it was a normal face, like proportion wise. And then they collapsed it a little bit. It's something weird about it. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Um, you know, th- that being said, um, you know, I mean, I feel like she's cool. She's all right. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't feel like I got too much from her in these past two episodes thus far. Okay. Um, but I did also, because I watched the two episodes and then, you know, how, like she just keeps playing in the background for Hulu. Uh-huh. Um, the kind of like, how did they get here? Episode popped up. Okay. And so I watched a little bit of that and it gave me like a little bit of blurbs, like, you know, past scenes from her. So apparently she's a pop-off queen, I guess, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, which I could kind of gather because she has like this little knife fetish she was talking about, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, and I actually thought that was interesting because like, there's, I gotta, I'll send you a pic, Jay, or I'll post it, you know, for everybody else listening. Cause there was this, um, there's like this picture of like this knife or like dagger or something like that. Okay. That is so like beautiful. It's like bejeweled, but it looks so beautiful. And I was like, damn, like I want one. Is that weird that I want one? Wait, so yeah, no, definitely like a- post that on the story. Cause I need to see that. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Um, but so the fact that she was like saying that she like collects knives and like some whatever, I thought that was so funny. I'm like, okay, it's different. Like, you know, everyone has a little quirk. I'm like, that's a funny one. Like whatever, fine. Um, what I will say just in general about this show is what I like so much about this show is every character has a weird knife quirk. Every character has a knife equivalent. You know what I mean? There's not, mm-hmm. there is no character on the show safe for destiny, which honestly she has weird quirks too. I just don't like her, but they all have something that they bring to the table that is so fascinating. But go ahead. Um, right. And so I'm, I won't talk about plot just yet, but you know, her plot's interesting right now too, I think. Um, I'm ready to go in on her. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> honestly, the only person. Oh, oh, okay. Well, okay. Let me say this. Um, Destiny, she seems fine right now. I don't hate her. Um, Nima, I think his name is. Yeah. He's, they're giving him friend of energy on these two episodes, but he is a cast member, it says on Wikipedia. So I guess. Right. I'm like, I haven't, I don't know anything about him just yet. Um, but he did make a very funny comment. And um, <laughs> and I, I did appreciate that. Um, he has crazy veneers, no? No, super crazy chip style <laughs> veneers. I knew we would look forward to that. That's why I told you there's a character with veneers that we're going to love. Like, I don't love Nima because he doesn't give much really. He really is like, in terms of plot, him and Destiny are the ones that give really nothing. But yeah. even then, the veneers alone, that. the veneers alone, I kind of mm-hmm. like Um, But he seems like a, a generally nice 
guy again that could be fake that could be not true but uh. i think he is and i think he's good because he he's more of the the viewer like he's watching it with us he's more of like he's not as persian as them he's more of an americanized persian too so he's kind of talking to us as the american audience like translating i feel so i feel like that's the role Nemo's plays okay um mike Mike, Mike, Mike was that one with the whole screenshot drama, right? Yeah. I was going to say like earlier, like he's the only one that I don't like. Um, and not even because like the drama, like who cares? Like, you know, I love the drama. It's really because I just don't like the way he looks. Like he looks very skeezy to me. Um, <laughs> that is so looks, accurate. Yeah. He just looks very skeezy. He looks like he's coked out. Like, he just has that like unfinished kind of sweaty slimy look to him to me I don't know what it is it just gives me bad vibes um so I'm not really into him like he's only one I'm just like like not really feeling um again I can see why he has a great purpose on the show but like I'm just like not into him on a personal level and I think that was the cast right <laughs> I think so um where I stand with everyone, MJ, yeah, of course, queen. Like, as the head of the shows, Reza and MJ, I prefer MJ. Um, even though MJ has her own struggles, I've been rewatching from the beginning. And um, I kind of talked about it on her story, but if you didn't see, her addiction issues are, like, really bad. And the way they skated over, I don't think we had the language at the time on TV. Or, like, just the way it was handled was piss poor. And I don't think it went anywhere. I think this is MJ, but... I don't know, man. I didn't realize she was in such a bad space with like the addiction stuff. At one point, it seemed to not that she has it under control, but I think maybe being pregnant that may have helped her with her sobriety journey a little bit. Um, so mm-hmm. she's a little more clear-eyed this season than prior seasons. But I with all that said, I don't know addicts make for the best characters on tv quite honestly so um so i so love mj um reza that slimy sick son of a bitch i like reza um do i trust him no i don't trust mj either but i trust mj more than i trust reza i feel like reza is a no he's he definitely seems snake like <laughs> definitely a snake and he's a realtor so that energy mm, mj is a realtor too but she's shitty at it so but <laughs> But Reza is a successful realtor. So keep that in mind for his personality type. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I stand with Reza. Adam, throw him in the garbage. Mikey June, Mikey June. Um, I love Mike for the show. Like you said, he's a necessary evil on the show. And I used to think Mike was cute. He's he's also bloated up, which is great to see because in the first two seasons, he was fat shaming MJ and Reza every five minutes. And I love to see Mike with a stomach now because like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, you know, it happens to the best of us. So you think you're above it until it happens to you. Now shut the fuck up. Now you're walking around bloated, which I just love to see that full circle. So um, and Mike gives us so much. He's such a fucking idiot. Like, mm he's mm. so dumb but yeah love to see it um nima weirdo don't i don't really know what's going on with nima but 
I guess whatever. Not weirdo. <laughs> he's a little bit of a weirdo. Um, but he's our weirdo, you know? So that that's fine, I think. Uh Destiny, I hate Destiny, and I'm sure I'll attack her later. And Golnessa, I love Golnessa. So that's why, and I feel like she's misunderstood. Yeah, she's violent and stuff, but Reza's favorite person to pick on is Gigi, and Reza is relentless. Like, yeah, they're friends right now, but Gigi has gone through some stuff in this group, and I feel like she is overly criticized for how she handles shit, but like, she has a few screws loose. So, yeah, when somebody attacks her who's calm, cool, and collected, she's going to lose it. So, yeah, that's where I stand. What are you giving the first two episodes grade wise? Do you want to give them individual um, or are we giving collective? We can do collective. I mean, that's okay. fine. Uh, I think, I, I mean, I feel like I can get a bit of A minus, like just because I thought, I feel like it was entertaining. Um, And again, that's considering that I don't know any of these people. I don't know any of the backstories. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I wasn't like, I was watching it and kind of understanding it, not completely, but like kind of understanding it. But I was still entertained. Like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, like, this shit is dragging. Like, <laughs> what did Jay make me watch? What are people talking? Like, you know, I didn't feel like that. So um, the only thing is that I just don't know what the future plot lines are going to be. Like, I don't know, like, what we're going to get out of this show um, thus far. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool. So I can say everybody feel comfortable. I'm cool with an A minus too. I feel like the trailer didn't really set us up for anything. Like this whole mic drama, they didn't mention it at all in the trailer. So the fact that they did that, I have to give them a lot of credit for because with Housewives, on the other hand, they tell us too much and we have too many expectations going into it. But with Shaz, they're pretty good about just letting it play out. And we don't really know in real life either. So it's pretty wild to watch so i i like that they do that so yeah a minus i'm totally okay. fine with that the first episode is an a plus though like mm-hmm. amazing tv but mm-hmm. here we go we're talking about the premiere um 50 shades of Shoehead, which is mike's last name um and they start off with so bravo i mean i'm no monique samuels fan but bravo needs to cut her a check for trying to steal her binder time stories aesthetic no Bravo has now ripped it off, not only in the Potomac trailer, but in the Shah's premiere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they cutting her a check or what's the deal? I mean, I'm no Monique <laughs> fan, but. <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Monique. I never thought I'd say that. Well, whoa, you know, you prepare for things and you don't prepare for some things. And I never prepare to say justice for Monique. I don't know, because they're stealing her aesthetic left and right. And. That's how we begin this premiere. They're showing kind of what happened last year, which was basically Reza's boyfriend, or boyfriend, excuse me, let me put some undeserved respect on his name. Adam, <laughs> Reza's, <laughs> Reza's husband, Adam, invited Ali Ashuri, which I just love to say his full name, Ali Ashuri over to play Naked Jenga. It mm. got out. <laughs> which I'm obsessed with because I don't know what naked Jenga is. I can only assume it's strip Jenga where you're taking off a piece for every, like, I don't know. But nonetheless, he has like game nights apparently when Reza's out of town and he um, 
invited Ali Ashuri to one of these game nights and Ali told MJ and Destiny and Destiny talked about it on the premiere of last season in Resurrection. Mm. Um, That's just so weird though. Naked Jenga. Why do you want to play a game with your dick hanging out? Like, I'm so confused. But like, not even like strip poker. You're doing naked Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> the people who play like naked Twister, like, okay, I get it. Like, you know, we're, our bodies are all on top of each other. But at the same time, it's like, Sometimes you end up in positions that are actually ridiculous. Like, I don't want your, like, you know, dick on my neck. Like, it, it's just so, I don't really get it. it. Just come over and and let's do it. Like, I'm so confused. That's how at, I feel. At, and, like, I think I told you this before, but, like, within the last calendar year, like, I mean, during COVID, I'm ashamed, but I didn't play it. I've been asked to play spin the bottle and I'm just confused about not only the age bracket I hang out with, but also just if you want to make out, just say that, or just, you could do that as well. We're all grown here now. Right. I'm just, I'm confused. (sighs) Bizarre. So I'm more so pissed that you're corny. Like I'm not even pissed that like, well, I am kind of pissed you have Elliot Shuri over here to like with a couple boys at my house that I pay for because Rez is the sugar daddy in the situation and you're playing strip poker when daddy's away. Right. But Reza's heated. Reza was pissed and Reza wanted to take MJ down for being the one that's close <laughs> to Ali and being the one that kind of, he, she didn't reveal it on the show, which was the weird part but for being in cahoots with him, basically. Um, mm, okay. So she was giving birth and she had like a near-death experience while giving birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and while she's like on the operating table, Reza sends her a very nasty voicemail after he meets with Ali Ashuri and damn near throws him into a fireplace. They were like at a restaurant and there's a fireplace. He almost shoves him into it. Okay, I've seen that clip before. Okay. Yeah, that was in the minor um, time story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he um tells her like, yeah, like basically, fuck you. I don't give a fuck about you. Who the fuck are you? And then proceeds not to also visit her in the hospital the entire time she's recovering from this, or to go visit her baby. Mm. As a result, of- that seems to be a little trend on Bravo. People sending nasty texts while people are. <laughs> Like, we want to grill Candace for where is your income, Roach? Like, no. Let's talk about Reza sending a... And he actually knew. It's different when you don't know and you're not close with the person, but when you are close with the person and you know and their spouse has texted you to let you know, like, she's in labor and, like, it's going bad, and you still have the time to do that? Did we? Did you ever find out, like, what exactly he said? Like... He was just yelling like it, they showed mm. him he wasn't he was talking a whole bunch of nothing. He was basically just saying he was pissed that she would do this. And I thought you were my friend and fuck you. But mm. Destiny's the one who said it on the show. Destiny's the one who brought it up as plot. So I feel like Destiny deserved her just dues, but she never got him. Mm. She loves Destiny. So, um. Yeah, so they're kind of recapping all of that and how they fell out. And then he, you know, yells, you had 10 abortions, like, um, at MJ at a pool party, which was not cool. Um, yeah, okay, that clip too. He yeah, said your was- uterus almost fell out because you had 10 abortions or something like that. 
Yeah, they. You know how Bravo mm. loves certain clips and they just play them over. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I were MJ, I'd be sick that that's the clip that they <laughs> repeatedly <laughs> love to play. But you know, what do I know? That's the clip that they love, and they also love this clip of Tommy in Reza's backyard. So before Reza finished the backyard, this is what it looked like. It was kind of dusty looking, and he goes over there after. Reza puts on a show at this pool party and he goes over there to fuck Reza up, but Reza's not there, so he destroys his backyard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and what's crazy is last season wasn't even good. This all happened last season wasn't even that great. R. Kelly's ex was on last season. I guess she's gone because they haven't mentioned Sada not once. So nice knowing you. Um, hate to see it. Yeah, hate to see it. Wasn't a great addition. Um, so glad to see her go, but no, mention. <laughs> <laughs> no mention of her. Not even to say like, oh, she moved or like, we don't really hang out with her anymore or nothing. Um, and then they show a beautiful moment in the reunion where Re- not Reza's mom, um, Mercedes mom was talking and she was saying that we have a saying in Persian culture and it's like everything else is good new except friends. Friends are good old. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like that quote. That's real. That's some real shit. That's so true. And not even on like, no, like emo, like no new friends type way. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, we will be on that shit. Like, shut Push up. to the edge. Oh, I preserved it. Like, yeah. You know? Like, um, but, you know, it is true. Like, there is, there is a certain like comfort like comfortability that you get like when you've known somebody for a long time and mm-hmm. you know and gain their trust and should have it and 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 that's why it, it ends up obviously hurting more when like an older friend fucks you over versus like a new one so it's just crazy that um <laughs> that you know Reza took it to such a level I I mean I I mean obviously we see like MJ gets over it whether that's for the show or not I don't know yeah but- TBD I don't know but I just think it's kind of crazy that she did because, like... It's pretty bad. It's just interesting to, right. It's just interesting to see, like, what people's, like, level is. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, somebody does X amount to you and then you forgive them. I'm like, it's actually very interesting to see, like... The threshold, yeah. The threshold people have. Because I'm like, I have a feeling, again, I've only seen... I, I feel like I feel like a housewife that comes on and she's like, yeah, I've never seen a housewife before. Like, people be like, bitch, you're lying. <laughs> But I promise y'all, I'm dead ass. Like, I've never seen Shaz before. But I just have a feeling that Reza would not have given her the same threshold. And also with her addiction issue, there was, like, this gang up they did in the season two reunion. And it was read. It was read. It was led by who other than King Reza. And it was to expose her for her addiction, talking about, like, until you get treatment, I won't speak to you again type shit. At a reunion. And she forgot what she that. What was she addicted to? Pill popping. Pill popping, pill popping. Classic. <laughs> okay. They this is just a side note, but in season two, they're on vacation and or no, maybe it was three. I think it was in season three, but um nonetheless, they no, it was season two. They dug through her um purse while they were on vacation and open mm-hmm. and found a pill bottle with Reza. By they, I mean Reza. When I say they, I usually mean Reza because, again, master manipulator, puppeteer. So okay. 
he opens up her purse and they find a pill bottle. It was just like a like generic pill bottle, no label, no nothing. So you already know it's some shit. And in it were miscellaneous, like just random pills. So do I mean does anyone ever come for Reza like on like a serious note and like when or is this like on some Lisa Vanderpump shit where like no one is strong enough? <laughs> That's I'm why last season was a change of pace because it was the first season where he obviously had chosen for MJ to be taken down, but us as an audience, I think we're like no, but he needs to be. T- he was the villain of last season. Mm. And he didn't plan for that. Obviously, he thought everyone was going to be on his side and it was just cool. Even in the group, people were like, no, but you've gone too far. You're the problem. You're the problem. Mm. Um, So that's he's coming with a new attitude this season to try to cover that up. But (laughs) new attitude. All right. Um, But no, but in terms of Lisa Vanderpump, yes, very much so. Because, you know, Lisa's been taken down a couple of seasons before Puppygate that and she just came back. Throw mm. me to the wolves and I would return leading the pack, as she famously says. <laughs> and I just want everyone to know that, like, I have a lot of Virgos in my family. I have, you know, whatever. My mom and my aunt's name, too. And they fucking love Lisa Vanderpump. Um, and I don't know if it's a Virgo thing. Um, I don't know what connection they all seem to see <laughs> and have in each other, but they love like I like Lisa Vanderpump. I do. I'm not gonna fake. But she's a massive manipulator, and I think sometimes she's actually pretty bad at it. Like it's pretty obvious. They don't seem to think that she's like a manipulator. <laughs> That's a step too far. Like, no, they like genuinely seem to think that she is coming from a genuine place. Like, obviously, I love Leezer more on VPR than I do on BH. So I love her. I have little to no complaints for her on VPR, except for the most recent season where she became a cast member. But that's a whole nother situation. But (laughs) in terms of her on BH, I hate her a lot more. It's because, like, the puppeteering on there is sloppy. Leezer. Leezer. So... Yeah, yeah, that has that 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 whatever side that note. means, <laughs> right? Side yeah, <laughs> complete. I know. Yeah. Um, but from a puppeteer <laughs> to a puppet, we go to Gigi, who is <laughs> with her child Elijah, who we've never met. She was pregnant or in the process of IVF last season, and she's doing it on her own. She got a donor, so that's like Gigi's story. Love that. And her mom Fatima is like very down. Like me and my my friend Caitlin she's been on the pod before but we were talking about that the other day I'm like yo Fatima is there for Gigi through thick and thin like she's at Gigi's house always doing everything for her like you would think Gigi didn't have a sister how much Fatima is with Gigi same for the dad low-key so her mom is basically the mom of that child like everyone knows those dynamics where it's like yeah the kid has a, a mom but like the grandma is really the parent is it definitely seems like that situation mm, okay I think it will be that with her son and her mom um but she has a village so that's nice like and, a village of support you mean yeah she has people mm-hmm. near her. unlike King Moore, you know she has people she can leave ah! the with. village yeah but true mm-hmm 
Uh, and we're just kind of going around getting acclimated with everybody. So now we go to Reza, who's making a pie. Well, Adam's making a pie. And he says it's a Southern recipe from Ohio. And he made it and he can't eat it because he's vegan. So Adam's just like, just seems like a dummy. Like, even if I didn't know and hate him already, I just feel like that intro scene, he just seemed whiny and stupid. Yeah. I just... No, go ahead. Anytime, like, like you know, like I said before, like, he just seems like he is really trying to, like, sell this guy to us. And I'm just like, bro, like, okay, we get it, you know. You know, he's your man. Like, you seem to, you really love him. You really appreciate him. But I'm like, but um, I'm not, I'm not picking up and feeling the same vibe that you're picking up and feeling like some husbands like as soon as I see them on the screen they just have that it factor that star power um he doesn't give me that even with his culinary skills so I'm just like let it rock and then again like I I don't know if it I can't now it's all like a blur I don't know if it was in the two episodes that I watched or if it was in that little piece of like the get to know us, mm-hmm. you know, now how they hear now, you know, whatever, whatever episode, but there was a clips of like Reza trying to like kiss him or something like that. And he kept like cringing away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm like, is this like your champion? Like, is this like who you really want to try to act like is, you know, like, your king like i'm just confused right you're better half is this what we're rocking with here your better half wants nothing to fucking do with you he hates your guts so but again what do i know um i was dming with ob odd black individual um and he was saying that it's clear that neither of them are each other's type apparently adam loves a black man like that's his type and Reza's type, <laughs> Reza's type is a lot younger, a lot twinkier, a lot skinnier. Um, so it seems <laughs> like Adam just got with him because Sugar Daddy and Reza just got with him because it was convenient. And he lets him, and my theory is he just lets him cheat and beat. Right. It's seeming like he was more upset that the story got out, period, than the fact that the man was cheating. Because Nobody who is like cheating and like cheating in secret is inviting people over for naked Naked Jenga. And it's a regular thing at your house. Like, oh yeah, it's just a regular Wednesday over at Adam's playing naked Jenga. Like, (laughs) like, Like I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. Why isn't Reza invited? Why isn't it just one big swingers party? I want, I'm sure they have those too. And maybe that's what it was with Reza. Like, damn it. I miss fucking Naked Jenga Wednesday. Huh. Hmm. Naked Jenga Wednesdays. Even um, in season one and two, which I'm going to reference multiple times, I'm sure I've already done it. But in the beginning, he says also, he's like all he's like, I'm making a general generalization here he was like but all gay relationships are like a don't ask don't tell like and I hate to stereotype here too but that's from that's from what I've heard that seems pretty accurate and he, mm-hmm. when he was confronted about it on the reunion like you know some of the gay men were upset 
And he was like, look, like maybe I'm just a little too honest. Maybe I'm just a little too straightforward. But that, where's that attitude when you really needed it in season, in season eight? So I don't know what happened. I don't know where the disconnect is. I don't know why he's ashamed now that he's in an open relationship, but I don't know. Hopefully he'll get to live his truth one day and him and Adam could just be out. Like Gigi wants to be with her man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but who's this pie for? Reza runs across the street and who's there but Destiny. <laughs> um, Destiny with no job, no ambitions and no purpose to life. is just able to move whenever, go wherever, anything to say on this fucking show. So, is she like from a rich family or something? Is that that's or, kind of implied all are, right? with all of them? Yeah, they they all went to Beverly Hills High. That's their storyline, and like mm-hmm. so, so do with that what you may. I only know one person in real life that went to Beverly Hills High, and they lived this life too. So I guess that's just if you say you went to Beverly Hills High, you you should just fall in line. You should just know. Um, so that is all Beverly Hills High, which sounds made up also it sounds like zoe 101 like beverly hills high like yeah i'm like oh yeah tonight oh what comes on tonight oh metal's place and beverly hills high like that's what it sounds like um but all right sure awesome uh so yeah so she's claiming you know she gets money she has money she has no job um she said that penthouses it's really tough because she has so many wigs that she wants to wear and so many boots so why not move into a house? Um, I heard on a podcast, God, I consume so much content. So I wish I could give credit where credit is due, but do know it was not my own research that apparently this house is Reza owned. Like this is his own property that he bought and she's like renting it out. Mm. Um, so there's that, even though she, you know, she's acting like she bought it. And... I don't want to call it a hobble, but it wasn't <gasps> giving. It wasn't she she. <laughs> she she she. <laughs> Beverly Hills, darling. I mean, it wasn't giving. No. She was trying to sell it as like, why be in a high rise when you can be in a home? <laughs> and it was a micro home, like, and it just wasn't giving. It was giving like, starter home but like not in a good way <laughs> it was giving like you get this home and you don't move in for a minute because you need to do a few runouts mm. um and she just moved right on in so i don't know i don't know what fabulosity and luxury this is giving that she's claiming but it's a disconnect for all of us she doesn't need to have all those wigs every time she puts on a wig it looks a fucking mess so she could really throw them all out and start over and just have a, a few good wigs why have 500 bad wigs where you could have three, <laughs> you could have like two or three good wigs you could yeah. have three top tier hand sewn wigs yeah Tay did um Tokyo did um yeah like you wig. were there for the creation process. It's molded to your head, wig. Why would you not do that? Yeah. Instead, you're getting these synthetic units that look flammable <laughs> as fuck. Not flammable. <laughs> and it's so funny because that you mentioned that because she had on a wig, I think, in the next episode. Like, Wiggy Lou, Wiggy Lou. 
And I was thinking, I'm like, what on earth? <laughs> <laughs> what is that fucked up smell in my no, crib, in my yo. crib, yo? Um, I don't know if we've ever explained. Have we ever said that on the show? Slash, I don't think we've it? ever said on the show. No, I don't. Think okay, so. I mean, you you brought it up, so if you want to go explain to people like what that's from, um, it's from we're speaking reality TV. Obviously, that's what we deal in. So, it's from canon because honestly, everyone should know it. Flavor of Love, I believe season two. Yes, because that's the better season. Season two, um, <laughs> the premiere episode, a woman named something. <laughs> what a name. Um, a bisexual queen named something that night, her stomach, I don't know if she has a bout of IBS or like what the deal is, but it's rumored that they had the ladies like waiting for Flav sometimes for like up to two hours, just standing there. Cause he was doing like whatever he was doing, probably addiction type stuff, wherever Flav was at. But like, so I guess, you know, she had to shit really bad. So instead of going to the bathroom, she squatted down shit and then stood there. And then they proceeded to have the whole elimination. Um, so obviously the more it was sitting there, the more it was festering, the more people were like, what is that? And Flav responds to her shitting, like smelling the shit and being like, what is going on? He says, what is that fucked up smell in my crib, yo? What is that fucked (laughs) up smell in my crib, yo? And so now we use that. (laughs) <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever something fishy is afoot whenever something don't seem or smell right what is that fucked up smell in my crib it's an equivalent to like where there's smoke there's fire it's it's that but it's where is that fucked up smell in my crib yo? like what is it? <laughs> like like not even where is that like where is that coming from it's where is that smell <laughs> where is it so i can locate it like where is that smell and the crazy I thing guess. is it's a turd in the foyer like it's like a clue <laughs> thing <laughs> like clue it was like it was me with the knife in the billiards 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 room <laughs> it's, that, it's something oh in the foyer with a turd <laughs> um Guess we're gonna have to get eliminated. <laughs> Bitch. Oh. Something gave us, we actually quote something a lot. I break that glass in your motherfucking eye. <laughs> in your motherfucking eye. Oh, man. I'm just kidding. We have so many quotes from that one episode. Right. We should honestly just recap that. I'm just kidding. What was that? What was she and saying? what's crazy? She's like, <laughs> A true icon, true queen. Something, if you're listening, bitch, we saw the star power. Don't we even get don't it ever want to have celebrity interviews, but something, if you're listening, if you have a loved one listening, I hope they reach out to you and let you know, like, you have truly become a pop culture icon to both Jay and I. You really we have. have. Yeah. We, we see the work you're doing. She wow. was really well, open about did. being bisexual. She was very straightforward. And she didn't even let the bitches hate on her. And that wasn't chic at the time. So I just, ugh. that's a good one. I love, you know, boots. I want to knock, knock them. them. 
And that's from the first episode too, bitch. We have to do that episode. We've got to do Flavor Flav. Like Flavor of Love. Like, Flavor on. of Love season two premiere. For, like, ace. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> major aggression. As per usual. Sorry. It's just like that. We glide right back into Shaz. And we're Sorry, talking about. We're talking about Destiny has Reza over and Reza basically says like, oh my God, it's so crazy. I've never seen her son, which like, it's really not so crazy because you have a restraining order <laughs> against the son's father. So like, yeah, you haven't seen I know so, yeah. that. Um, after, <laughs> after Tommy went in the backyard and like threw the shit around, Reza put a restraining order out and gets them. Can't say not fair. Uh- <laughs> But at the same time, like, you know why he was back here throwing shit around. So stop it. Right. That was the thing. It's like, okay, restraining orders, I feel like, and what's so crazy, full circle, literally today I was on the phone with my mother and like my family, like on my mother's side, like they're quick to like physically fight. Like it doesn't take much. And it's usually father-son duos. I think it's crazy because my brother and my father never squared up, but like on that side of the family, bitch, multiple times, like shirt ripping off type fighting. And like, I guess it was one recently and my cousin, like he hit his son one punch, knocked him out. Whoa. 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 And that's why I don't think my brother would ever fight my dad. No one wins. Even if you win, no one wins. Okay, Jay-Z, no one wins with the family fuse, huh? <laughs> um, no one does. Yeah, but you know that old head, you know he was hype. He was like, yeah, yeah. You know, because he's one of the strong silent types, as they say on The Sopranos. Like, he doesn't do much talking. Mm-hmm. I'm not shocked that he never, he would never, like, the son was the one that's like, yeah, fuck you. No, you won't. So was a young buck doing too much talking. A young buck doing too much talking. <laughs> as they want to do so cracked them had them laying out in the it was outside had them laying out in the front yard so you got them (laughs) (laughs) i was just screaming about that earlier like um so all that to say like they never put restraining orders on each other and i feel like that's worth a restraining order but somebody not physically coming at you and just fucking up your backyard when you yelled obscenities about my wife fair game Rez is quick to take it too far and again that's why he's the villain you didn't have to do that it wasn't that like people were mad at candace for pressing charges then everyone should be mad at reza because tommy didn't even touch him Uh. um so yeah so there's a restraining order so he still has not met shams to this day (laughs) um so he's acting like this is blasphemy and claiming they were working on their relationship, but then she stopped reaching out. So he took it as a nonverbal, you no longer want me to reach out, which is bullshit. Um, but they're filming. So now it's about that time. Let me call up MJ. Let me see if we can reconnect. Da, 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 da. Next scene, we get to Mikey June. And Mikey is now in an apartment and we'll remember that he was in a home last season a house that he had bought. I guess that's up on the market and gone now, which Mike's money has always been like quite questionable. 
I posted a poll just asking, like, do we believe that Mike's money comes from, you know, him, quote unquote, getting money as he would describe himself or do his mm-hmm. parents bankroll him? And everyone declared that he was pretty much paid for by his parents. Um, so I don't know what happened with the house. Um, if they asked him to sell it or he was just looking for a quick cash grab, but he sold the house. Hmm. okay right um so now he's in an apartment he's supposed to do quote-unquote real estate too but he's never been quite great at it either (laughs) he always like relies on like this one story where he moved to vegas and like he bought this apartment for like a thousand dollars and then later like three days later he was able to sell it for like 240k i would wait wait. say that again he bought an apartment in vegas For a thousand dollars, I'm assuming you know rundown. He mm-hmm. sold that same apartment before he even like, while he was still in the process of going through moving papers and like you know signing everything and all that, already sold that that apartment for two hundred and forty k. Hmm. I don't think that's the norm. No. <laughs> um. So I think he relied on that. You know what I mean? He's still tra- chasing the dragon of that. I don't think he's ever done anything like that again. And he just, he obviously spent that 240K within a year. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, I can't judge anybody on their spending habits because. <laughs> yeah, I have horrible spending habits too, but um, I think with 240K, I would be smart enough to put some of it away. Not all of it, not even half of it, just some of it something <laughs> like something to get me by in tough times like how did all of that money go and i'm being generous saying a year let's be real he probably spent it quicker than that Whew. jesus um so he thinks he's he's still trying to get a deal like that he was doing like commercial real estate you know where the big bucks can come in but he wasn't making any big deals so he was making like 10k off of a deal Oof yeah um so not getting a good roi so then he went into commercial with reza but it didn't work out either so reza wasn't it was reza's fault honestly reza wasn't putting him on um so that and he's kind of lazy too so it fell through and so now we're here his parents gave him an opportunity they say he was squandering it they took it away Mm. um We've got no follow-up with that apartment. Like, he was given a condo last season. His parents trusted him to do. They said they didn't trust him anymore. And Mike's not talking about it, so I think it got taken away. Mm. So Mike's... I don't know what's going on with Mike. Like, very much on a man-child. So we see him in this apartment. Nima comes over. It's also kind of weird that he's in the apartment because where's his girlfriend? Um he explains that Paulina said she kind of needed a break or some space or, you know, he's alluding to something's not right. Um, but then he's sleazy enough to say that there's usually hot girls down by the pool, three of them, to be specific. <laughs> Drunken hot girls, yeah. <laughs> and even when he's down by the pool, he's watching some woman who's with her man, like, take her shirt off, just, like, watching her boobs move. <laughs> <laughs> what a sleaze watching her boobs move 
Nima, they really skate over this, but I was pretty stuck on this. Nima reveals that he had to close down his business and furlough his employees. (laughs) (laughs) They gave that storyline maybe 15 seconds. That was a pretty big deal. Yeah. That's unfortunate. They show him talking to the accountant and he's like, what about the employees? And the accountant was like, "Eh." what about him? Like, what about it, bro? Like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And then it's like, do to do on a mic. Like, oh, no, 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 no. That definitely is crazy. They definitely didn't give it enough time because I don't even remember that. I must have like momentarily blinked out at that point or something. You could have literally blinked and missed it. That's how quick they (laughs) skated over that shit because I was stunned. I was like, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, they did not just show this as a fucking like sepia oh remember this like quick blurb that didn't even make it to air what wow um in a really COVID time sensitive relatable thing i think they could have leaned into that nima doesn't appear to have a storyline i think we could have leaned into that um i guess they didn't see it as important so left on the cutting room floor but from there, we kind of leave Mike's house and we go to MJ. We're checking in with MJ and Tommy. Tommy has these alarms that go off periodically six times throughout the day. He knows the courts are watching, so he actually has to do it. And he has to say mantras of what he's thankful for. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I find that so funny. <laughs> it's really funny. And obviously, it is good practice. Like, no, no, no bullshit. And obviously, like, you know, minus the anger management thing. But we should, like, periodically, like, periodically remind ourselves as to, you know, things that we're grateful for. Because it's actually very easy to, like, especially nowadays, like, really be in your emotional bag and just be like, wow, everything fucking sucks. Um. When I was the best version of myself in 2019, when I used to journal every day, at the end of every journal entry, I had to write, I'm thankful for blank, and it had to be something different every day. It was really mm. humbling. It was so humbling. Mm. Like, I need to get back into that. Honestly, that's what I should pull away from this episode. It really puts things in perspective. Because you could easily write, like, what I learned from that is, like, like, one was not enough. Like, every day I can name two or three and not use them ever again. But I don't mm. know. I need to get back into that. We should do that. You know, Mercury and Saturn retrograde coming up, child. Exactly. You I gotta need protect it. my peace. I need it. I'm gonna say I gotta ground myself, child. <laughs> um, this is the perfect time to do it. Perfect time. That's a good idea. We'll check but yeah, back but, in and um, tell you all if we did it. Hopefully we do well. I'm not gonna say if. I'm gonna say when we do it, we'll check back in. Right. Um yeah i mean the the only thing that was funny about it is like he would literally like interrupt whatever was happening (laughs) to to explain his you know his gratitude which i thought that's what made it funny not grateful for soya grateful for mess today like in just like the gravelly voice and like the aggression and while being thankful it was just it was funny grateful for the dog because the dog didn't (laughs) didn't say anything today i was like (laughs) like okay yeah, it was funny. It was very sick, Tommy. Why is that dog named Toya? But okay. I know I'm obsessed with the dog being named Toya. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so that's going on and they're talking about they're going to invite Mike over for a couple's night. So we have something to look forward to. And he also mentions that he still hates Reza Destiny and Gigi. He calls Gigi a sewer rat. Um, wow. Wow. Um, and he says that Destiny looks like Count Dracula from... Wow. From Sesame Street. Yeah. But the way he did that accent was really wild. had me on the floor. I'm not going to fake. Because, you know, really again, I don't have any attachment to anybody. So I thought that shit was funny. Uh, and I hate Destiny. So I was more than happy. Really crying. Great What's job. crazy also, I feel like the Bravo editors, you know, they give us things. Later in the episode, she they have her counting. Did you peep that? No, I didn't. In a confessional, they had her count how many text messages Paulina, how many screenshots she sent over. Oh, they, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, they definitely asked her specifically for that payoff. Oh, they never miss. They never miss. Um, next day, so Gigi, just a quick scene with her sister Layla, who, while I was looking on Wikipedia, I liked the cast. Her sister was technically a friend of for the first couple of seasons. Yeah, she was there, but was shocked that she was listed as a friend of, but we check back in with Layla, whose face is puffy, to say the least. I don't know what work Layla's gotten done in the off seasons, but it looks really nuts. Um, almost huh. unrecognizable. <sighs> Beverly Hills face so she's with her sister and she's saying that they've gotten closer you know they've always had a contentious relationship um they love to show that scene where she says I'd love to stab you with a knife right now and her sister was pregnant so you know they've they've had tough times but after um Gigi had her miscarriage her sister was around a lot and she was there and she feels like her and her sister connected from that and her parents were older. So when she delivered Elijah, her sister was the one in the room. Mm-hmm. Her sister also said she pulled the baby out, which I was, I needed more clarity on. Um, That's always, that's those are always the interesting storylines to me. Cause I'm like, what doctor is putting his license on the line for that or hers? Um, we all remember when Kourtney Kardashian famously pulled her own son out of herself right pulling your own kid is one thing but allowing somebody else to pull I don't know about that sounds like a any, but really anybody pulling is shocking to me if it's not the person that's supposed to be I'm always confused as to how yeah. that just unfolds sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen but hey um, what do I know Right, I, I don't know. But to, to to go from not talking at all um, to you're the only one in the room with me and you're pulling the baby out of my coochie is crazy. Can I say coochie on here? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I always like asking, can I say that on here? Like, it's not my own podcast. Like, I <laughs> like we don't like. produce, shoot, edit, talent. We're all of it. Right. <laughs> um, But yeah, so, I mean, I mean, but hey, like, if, I, I, I kind of like, I didn't tear up, but I was, I, I felt a little like if I was a crier, I could, I could do a little tear song. Cause I'm like, that's kind of cute. Like <sighs> it, it's never, again, 
it's never fun with the family feuds like it's not fun fighting with your sister to that degree where y'all are not like talking you know what I mean like to hate each other's guts like that it's so, so to go from that to she's the only one in the living room with me I can't have my parents I can't have anybody else obviously I don't have a baby daddy I have a sperm donor but she's here with me and she's pulling the baby out you know what I mean like that's that's big it is and I like to see it we all like to see it we of course we love to watch these people fight but like you said it's a it's different when it's your blood sister mm-hmm. and your only sister at that like that's really upsetting so better her off the show and you all cool than whatever the fuck was going on before mm-hmm. from one fracture i feel like bravo always transitions as well from one fractured um sibling ship to another we go to resin mj also fun fact when they in season one when they were kind of like establishing their relationship their 30-year friendship as they always refer to it um they went to high school together. They actually graduated around the same time. So they were actually close, but Reza bought her her first ever Chanel bag when they were like 18. No, she was mm. like, why didn't you buy me a bag, bitch? I'm waiting on mine, ho. Touche. <laughs> I feel like it's easier. Honestly, whenever we decide, it, w- it would be nice if you bought me one and I just bought you one. We just do an even transaction. It's better than like buying myself one. Since I don't have no man. Okay, so start saving up now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can do that. I need my tits done first, though. Tits are okay. a priority over a bag. I'm sorry. No, did I say anything? Honestly, you really need to see what you can finagle um, through, like, insurance also. Because they can pay for a city lift. Well, a reduction, at least, which is a lift. Um through insurance if you claim like back pain or something yeah i'm definitely having back spasms so i'm gonna figure something out (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah we'll 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 talk offline about a designer bag trade uh until then (laughs) well i mean unfortunately we weren't 17 at the time but we'll pretend and that's just something nice to know about them i reza is also very He's quick to buy a present. Like even obviously he's a sugar daddy too, but I respect them that about him. I feel like he's always buying people stuff. Even if it's like little random stuff, he likes to buy people gifts, which I appreciate. Um, so honestly, Reza, mm-hmm. of all the love languages, I mean, okay. Well, some people say love languages aren't real. I mean, and that's debatable. It might not even be like, who cares? But, um, of all of them, I feel like if you are a gifts person, really in terms of like obviously like giving gifts, I feel like that can keep you around people for a long time. I feel like people are willing to let you rock for a while. If you buy stuff, if you yeah. give them stuff versus like a quality time person or maybe access service or you know what I mean like because people like just getting things like that's just the bottom line so I just feel like it's very interesting that he's like this trash of a person you keep like describing like in terms of like the, the shit that he's getting involved in but like is also known to be giving like these gifts out to people like I would put up with somebody like if it was like a husband of mine that was like out here 
like being trash, but like I kept getting things, I'd probably stay a little bit longer than I probably should. But that's just me. <laughs> on some sweetie and Quavo shit. Like he cheats on you and he buys you a Bentley. Like <laughs> right. It's like, oh, I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, All you right. cheated, but you did give me something to distract me from that. And I can be distracted for a period of time. How long? I don't know. Right. How long I decide to be distracted for. But will I definitely be distracted longer than have you not given me anything in return? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, so that's just, if I have to give him a compliment, that is something I enjoy about him. So Reza is meeting up with MJ and they're just talking and, you know, they're trying to bury the other. And in doing so, this very stage scene, they're like, oh, we might as well go to Palm Springs for Mike and his birthday. Everyone loves Mike, which we should know something's going to happen to him. <laughs> <laughs> like famous last words. And they decide that they're just going to go to Palm Springs and have a good time. They talk about how Palm Springs is a great place for this trip. I mean, yeah, this location is a good location for them because they love Palm Springs and then they show clips of violent parties they've had back in Palm Springs. So it's not the greatest place for them, but you know, whatever, we'll go with it. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know, that scene was just weird. It was short. And the next scene we're at Reza's house. He has a spread out. He also is known to do a great spread at his house, like a food spread. He has the shit on deck. So he's just very decadent in that way. Like they all like to say they're very rich and some of them have money, some of them don't. But Reza is someone who he'll live a little bit, like in a little bit of a smaller place so that he can live below his means so he can buy hella every other thing. So mm -hmm. everything else is in abundance. Yeah, he may not live in the biggest house, which I think is pretty cheap. He doesn't live in the biggest house, but everything he wants to buy, he can buy it. He has the money for that. Um, so, you know, he has that one of his famous spreads. The girls come over, and by the girls, I mean Gigi and Destiny, his click, he's clicked up. Um, I do like the way they all greet each other. They did seem very excited. Um, they were all excited they weren't marrying macrame, which, I mean, they look terrible, but they felt empowered, so that was pretty cool. And they sit down and get to the real meat of the episode. And by me, I mean Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's Paulina and I may slip up and call her Jessica and it's not because MJ did that earlier in this episode accidentally calling Paulina Jessica who is his ex-wife whose father was like a high person up at Fiji fun fact like mm. it never clarified what but like he was pretty rich daddy was rich and he did something for Fiji um we're Evian girls but Fiji respect um so if I call her Jessica, that's my bad. I'm always talking about Paulina. I don't mean Jessica. But Paulina sends everyone screenshots that she has received. She doesn't really, it doesn't appear she sent them with any context. But it it's screenshots of Mike allegedly, which I don't think we even have to say allegedly. Um, but to cover our bases, we'll say allegedly one time and one time only. Cheating on Paulina via some screenshots. Oh. I mean, he definitely was, but <laughs> there's not a doubt in my mind. That again, I'm new here, and there's no doubt in my mind that he's a hundred percent guilty of, of of the crime. 
honestly, it's insulting to try to pretend like somebody hacked into your shit and said that whole odd to say I was screaming that's what I mean by he's an idiot if you genuinely thought that there was any way that we could believe what was coming out of your mouth you're the dummy not us you are you could have kept that piss poor excuse at home Mm. but we'll, we'll get there we'll get there but the contents of these of these text is shocking but mm-hmm. we're not also not there yet just know that so Gigi is reading everyone's kind of in their um confessional reading what they were saying in this group chat in response to Paulina so Gigi is kind of sparring with her because she's like I know who Mike is you know who Mike is why are you messing with me and playing games all this bullshit you could keep that type of vibe and Paulina says I don't play games which really ticks Gigi off. And she's like, I'm trying to eat my fucking pie. You're bothering me with this fucking bullshit. And she's, you know, she snaps and Paulina doesn't reply. Hmm. They do play games. First of all, I'm on Gigi's side with that. You're not going to get mad at me for calling what you all do, whatever this lover's quarrel is as a game, because it is a game. (laughs) (laughs) and don't involve me in your bullshit i have nothing to do with mike sending weird pictures of himself to some bitch and also it's like Gigi and mike kind of have a weird thing in season one they were kind of so mike is Gigi's sister that sister we met layla her ex okay okay um but Gigi and Mike also had like kind of a weird thing. Mm. And they never clarified. Well, they kind of did, but I don't know. They may have taken it somewhere or they may not have. Depends on who you're asking. Obviously, Mike's always going to say he didn't. Gigi's going to say yes. I'm going to side with Gonessa on here and say, yeah, they probably did something. Um, so there's also that dynamic in terms of Gonessa not having time for Mike's bullshit. Hmm. Okay. Just food for thought. So they cut that scene with this date night that we heard about. And it's 24 hours later. And Paulina says in these text messages to the group, like, hi, it was nice meeting you all, but you'll never hear from me again. I'm done with Mike. Um, mm. she lied because 24 hours later she's hand in hand with Mike walking into couples night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't understand the purpose of her. I mean, other than like trying to make good TV, I didn't understand the purpose of her sending all that shit to the group. Was Paulina angling for if me and Mike break up, I'm going to be involved on the show in at least a friend of capacity because I have tea? Or was Paulina genuinely telling his friends like, hi, it was nice knowing you all. I'll never see you all again. No clue. It's pretty nuts either way. 
<laughs> it's pretty crazy to text people and say that you'll never see them again. Yeah, like it's pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, like some would take that as a suicide note. I don't know what the vibe was on. And I'm also curious, like, I hate that we have no footage of what happened in those 24 hours at, between them. Something right. huge happened that we missed. Huge. Huge. And I feel like I'm really upset that we didn't get that. Bravo, it cuts cameras sometimes when it's unnecessary. And that was where... You put some guys on overtime, you send him over to Mike's apartment and you tell him. Mike, as soon as he walks in, like he's hot on this. Like he's just, he just wants to say immediately. They barely even sit down. And he's like, yo, I have like the craziest story. So Jay, do you want to explain what Mike tells us, like how these text messages came to be? We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. I mean, I'll try my best. I also was very confused as to his explanation. To this day, um, do not know what he was trying to say. <laughs> but go ahead. But it's basically something about somebody hacking into his iCloud and going in and pretending to be him and sending these messages and then sending these messages that they pretend to make to his girl. That's what I have, I was picking up what he was putting down, but that to me doesn't sound right. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. One of my favorite details is he explains that his iCloud simply disappeared. And I don't know what that means. What is the contents of it? The I- <laughs> The cloud itself never would go anywhere. I- well, well, here's the thing about the cloud. No one understands how the cloud works, but I also know it doesn't just disappear. <laughs> like, I don't, what does that mean? I just finished a stint with an IT company that did cloud type stuff. And I somewhat understand the cloud. And from what I'm understanding of it, it's always there. It, I mean, the world could burn down. The cloud is still out there existing. Um, yeah, I'm confused how to where it went. <laughs> how did that person and 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 who's this high tech you know who's this high tech infiltrator that just is gunning for you (laughs) and knows all this stuff and even if they could delete your iCloud would like so many questions he claims he didn't have a WhatsApp but it's like it's very easy (laughs) to determine if you have a WhatsApp so right Nemo pulls up evidence of you texting him via WhatsApp so then it's it's now it's seeming like the hacker, I don't know why this hacker wouldn't hack Wells Fargo system or Chase's system or Cash App or Venmo. They took their hacking abilities and used them on Mike Shoehead from Shaza Sunset to tear his relationship apart. Is that what I'm understanding? Like, impossible. <laughs> like, impossible. i've never heard of something less likely and his wording of like there's people out there trying to take down my relationship he's really running with that wording he says it in episode two multiple times as well who you no one's trying to take you down like no one cares about you to say that yeah right 
There's no fun in taking you and Paulina down. There's no payoff in that. If a hacker took some already, and then the hacker goes into your phone and doesn't go, again, no, no money involved whatsoever. What they want to do is pretend to be you and text some random person off your phone. What? Like, what? That <laughs> <laughs> just never happened. And then Nima <laughs> was like, um, bro, like, okay, maybe it wasn't you, but it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> So the hacker not only hacked and like did all this texting, but also took on the voice, the tone of Mike. And let's, I mean, I'm sure you're going to do that for us, but we also have to talk about like the, the content of the messages. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna miss a second we're just not gonna miss a text out of that we're not like, right there uh... yet but the content i was floored this is the part where i pause it and text you and said we're covering this show there's actually no <laughs> way <laughs> for us in particular this sex podcast that we have merged with housewives there's no way we're not talking about this. Uh, truly shocking. Truly <laughs> shocking. I, I was blushing. <laughs> and like not in a good way. Like that that emoji where it's like blushing, but like the eyes are like yeah, the wide eyes open. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes are crying out for help, like for sure. <laughs> I've rewatched this part so many times because I Again, I felt like I was in a room with like my mom watching it or something. I was getting nervous like that. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa Mikey, really? I was like, please stop reading any more of these messages. And like, <laughs> in the, I don't the gag is that was probably one screenshot that we heard, two max. There were at least 10. So I'm with Paulina Loki. It was nice knowing you all. I will never see you again. It's why I, he's beyond how he looks. It's another reason why I just think he's skeezy. Like, come on, bro. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. Mike, like, he kind of came up with, like, a blasphemous lie. Like, his previous relationship, I mean, surprise, surprise, he cheated on her and they got a divorce. And he came up with a pretty blasphemous lie to cover that up. But this beats it tenfold. Um... So they do, the editors do this weird thing and usually I wouldn't be into it um, except for it has everything I need or more in it. Um, Reza in this limited two top. Can we talk about the short sleeve like sequin top with the collar he has on in this confessional? That's limited too. <laughs> <laughs> Not even justice, it's giving limited to. <laughs> um... Destiny has some scary colored contacts and a horrible wig. Um, and she's playing Mike and Reza is playing the young lady at question. <laughs> so the first text we get is the lady asking Mike, are you more of an ass or a boob guy? Pretty, you know, pretty standard. It seems. Is it? <laughs> Girls are quick to do that at ass or boob thing, no? I've never asked a nigga if he was an ass or boob guy. 
you said the N word. So I get to say it one time later in this podcast. Woo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I've never asked, but I've heard it asked. Hmm. I don't think it's the blackest thing because it's pretty implied what 80% of black men would say. It's not. Right. Um, Maybe that's. Um, and also because I don't have much to offer outside of tit. So, I mean. <laughs> you tell me you're an ass guy and then what? Yeah. Yeah. And then where do we go from here? Chances are we're talking. You've seen what I've got. And we'll look at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so these sexually graphic texts continue. And after the response truly, again, shocked. So Mike responds both. Like, I don't want to choose. I'm both. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And in doing both, he said, fuck the ass and grab the boobs. (laughs) <laughs> we love a multitasker <laughs> not that that tells me he's gotten asked that question before and this is his go-to response because that was too clear yeah yeah um he was um, and it, no, he's also been in plenty of asses which is crazy <laughs> wow okay like I love that he's straight up front. Like fuck the pussy. Like pussy is not on the menu for him. Yeah, to go sh- like you're talking to me for the first time. We haven't even done anything yet, and that's you go straight for that. Like wow. Okay. Cool. I we mean- all want it honest and straight until it really comes at at us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, he then asks, what is your preference? Long or thick cock is the word. He doesn't use dick, he uses cock. And again, the question is just, the questioning is curious to me because it's like, it's not like I could be like, oh, like, okay, do you prefer mayo or mustard on your burger? And then I have the option of giving you mayo or mustard. If I say long and you have a short, dick like what are you gonna do with that information (laughs) i guess is my question why are you asking me a thing that you can't change (laughs) now if he's asking so that sometimes he could wear a strap on of a dick size you prefer that's cool but i highly doubt i just don't think that's (laughs) i highly highly doubt if he's asking for anal i'm he likes the feeling of being in somewhere. So I don't see him opting for a strap on. Abbott's also doing that also. So. You said what? I just don't know any guy that's also doing that. So I just highly doubt it. If they are like very forward, but they don't care about what women like enough to do that. Exactly. They care about the nut. So, um, Long or thick cock, she asked. I mean, he asked. Um, and I don't know what she says. Like, they don't really give us the payoff of, like, which one she likes. Again, I guess it's irrelevant. The next thing, I don't know, or maybe he double texts. Because Mike also had to ask, 
do you like anal? It's clear that anal was on his mind from the fuck the ass, grab the boobs moment. Yeah, clearly that's like what he's gunning for tonight or Which today or with this woman. She didn't play along. So he was he was like, okay, I guess I'll be even more forward than that. And I'll just straight up ask, is ass on the menu? And I love her response. She goes, of course, like, <laughs> anal, been there, done that. Again, um, people just live such different lives. Again, je- like every time I hear someone's like an ass titan, I get so jealous because I fucking wish. I <laughs> fucking wish. Like, to be able to text with confidence a man, like when he's like, do you like animal? You're like, oh yeah, like I'm not even talking about that. Yeah, duh. I got that on a lot. The, of course. It's like, whoa. <laughs> of course. Like, when I lost my anal virginity, Back in the Nam War, like girl, been doing that. Like, <laughs> not Nam. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah. pretty incredible. And Mike is just obviously like he later confirms this, but it is he is texting in a manner that is manic, so it's quite clear he's jacking off. Like he needs answers, he needs them fast to fill in the blanks of his fantasy. <laughs> so his next one is, do you like or love it? How ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I've already, I just said, of course. I probably love it. Um, You're scaring me. And <laughs> she's scared too. And she says in Farsi, slow down. Which is also something to note that the hacker either understands Farsi and took that note and slowed down or they went and translated it. Just something else to add to the hacker storyline. Right. If we're still believing this hacker storyline. <laughs> if we're giving him a bow. <laughs> if we're going with the narrative from his perspective, we're still going with the hacker. So I don't know if he doesn't take notes, but after he says slow down, he sends a 10-year-old photograph of himself well, he was a lot thinner. It's black and white. His pelvis is like out dick, you know, probably looking like a moose knuckle. You know what I mean? Like Mm-mm. he was definitely, that's a Tom Schwartz quote. He was definitely um, flexing for her. And again, now, now the hacker knows your favorite photographs to send. We all have photographs that we like to send. And the hacker- Yeah, now the hacker is sending a, a flattering photo of yourself. I mean- <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is the nicest, also meanest hacker ever. Like, because it's trying to tear your relationship down, but has the courtesy of, like, digging through your photographs and finding the best one. And my personal favorite part is where he says, pick, please, pick, please, hurry, please, your God's gift. Don't bring God into this. Like, God has nothing to do with you jacking off, like, pick, please, oh, I'm about to come, like, hurry up and send me a photograph, like, that's scary texts to receive. As a woman, I would be so scared of those texts. Very turned off because she's probably like clipping her toenails or something. Like she's, I know she's not. Engaged. Like detangling her hair and she's receiving these weird texts from you about like pick please before I go soft. <laughs> <laughs> Your God's gift. Send me a nude stat. The compliment was hilarious because it's just like somebody told him back in the day, like just keep complimenting a girl like whatever if she's not feeling you just give her a compliment and like chill around with it it's fine 
when all else fails <laughs> your god's gift pick please <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, those, and again, I would kill to see all the screenshots. If that's what's happening, we need more. We, I, we need more. I hope at the reunion, someone rattles off a few more. I'd be so embarrassed if I was him that came out in the group. Like, wow. How do you move forward? (laughs) (laughs) How you look these people in the eye and then also like lie. (laughs) It's just a lot. Reza was on Watch What Happens Live after the premiere, you know, Nene. And when he was on, he said that he didn't even know about the hacker storyline until he watched the premiere. He was like, he never tried Mm -hmm. that shit with us. Like, he lied to MJ and him, but he never lied to us about that. (laughs) (laughs) A hacker. Um, And to add insult to injury when Tommy's alarm goes off and he has to be thankful he rattles off a few names and he says he's thankful for Jessica who you'll remember is Mike's ex and not Paulina the woman (laughs) he's sitting next to (laughs) um so that was pretty tough too and as he's telling the story the hacker story they keep flashing to Paulina and she looks uncomfortable like visibly uncomfortable obviously like He's lying and she's not sleep on that. We know that Paulina's already a divorcee and her last man, I believe, cheated on her as well. So <laughs> <laughs> this is not her first rodeo. Right. Um, but Mike, he doesn't, not even sweating. He's obviously rehearsed this a lot within the last 24 hours. He was ready. For his whole life, quite honestly, he's been rehearsing these lies, so it's nothing for him to do this whole song and dance in front of her and not feel embarrassed. And even when she looks uncomfortable at multiple points in the night, he's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, um, the lies. The lies. <laughs> I mean, that's what's wrong. You're insulting me. <laughs> um, MJ sees that she's getting uncomfortable. MJ kind of makes a comment like, Oh, the liquor's hitting. Because the liquor would hit at that moment that he started telling that story. For sure. Mm-hmm. That, that's the moment you're like, I'm not sober and I'm loving this. Um, and Paulina's like, I'm waiting for the liquor to kick in. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to drown out her problems. Yikes. And then again, Mike is like, why? Why are you trolling? <laughs> Why not? You, I'm in a bad place. There's two names that I'm clearly never going to name my son strictly because of reality television. And that's Mike and that's Jason slash Jax. Because the most tool people I've ever met and by Mike, I also think of Mike the situation. Clearly, it's just bad vibes of a name. Yeah, Mike Shoehead is not putting on for the Michaels out there. Like, it's pretty bad. I wonder so what his name was like, really Shoehead? Shoehead? His last name is. What? 
Hmm. Um, also, the, every time I watch the show, it makes me want to learn Farsi. Like, I mean, I, I, we all want to know every language, don't we? But like, uh, I would love to learn that. Just, I mean, the true plight of descendants of the African diaspora, but like, whatever. I digress. <laughs> yeah. Um, even the little words they throw out, I'm always thirsty to grab them. Like, just give me anything, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a saying they really push it there's there's one character Sammy who's no longer on the show but he worked with Muhammad you know, Hadid he was a real estate developer with him so Muhammad Hadid was on the first season randomly um, you know they mm-hmm. love the Bravo crossover so this guy Sammy was really pushing this hey Bumbazi, which means like while partying like an animal so I so that I would like to give you that. Hey, Wimbazi. Because <laughs> <laughs> I picked that up and I had, that's coming with me. I'm throwing that out every once in a while. Um, so yeah, so Paulina and MJ have an aside because MJ sees she's getting uncomfortable. She basically tells her like, hey, it seems like the ball's in your court, which MJ was giving her too much credit. It doesn't seem like the ball is in Paulina's court. It seems like it's very much so always in Mike's. And... She tells her, like, you can control him and all that other shit. And the producer asks MJ, do you think that Mike texts that woman back? And MJ confesses, yes, I do believe it. But while Pauline is having this conversation with MJ, she mentions that the women that he messes with are very plastic, so it makes her want to get surgery head to toe. I was like, ooh, that was bad too. Because also his ex, Jessica, like while they were in a relationship, she got more and more surgeries. And of course, Mike is the type I mean, of like a fuck doll. Okay, I'm about to say like he was like supporting the surgeries. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm pretty sure like really pushing. So um, that's something to note with Paulina. And Paulina's like- I mean, like, he sponsored me. Sure. <laughs> you need to get with Mike. You talk all that shit about him, and this is a call to action for you to give him. I'm like, well, actually, he's <laughs> <laughs> doing all of that. So they kind of switch places, and MJ goes outside to talk to Mike to let him know, like, she's not cool with this. And Paulina kind of revealed in that conversation that this is not the first time, which, again, not a shocker for us, but they've only been together like a year or two. She made it seem like not the first time, as in this is like three or four. If you only, first of all, there are some relationships. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that they're, you know, common, but there are some relationships where people have been together for like 20 plus years and have never had a cheating scandal. And there's some relationships where they've been 20 plus years and maybe have one, maybe two. That's fair. One a decade. We can't have been together for only about a year. And you already have, honestly, you have one under about like a year. We're still supposed to be in the honeymoon phase. You just don't like me that much. And that's fine. You don't have to like me. We're dating. It's only been a year. But like, why don't you You like- Nothing to lose by breaking up with her. So why can't you? You don't live together. Yeah, like- Why, like, I'm confused. She's not your sugar mama. You all don't have any kids together. She has kids, which if anything should really let her go so her kids don't have to watch this. But 
I don't know what's keeping you so attached. If you want a plastic woman walking on Melrose, you can go do that and go get that. Please. Please. Go fuck those bitches by the pool if you just want them so badly. And leave Paulina out of this. Please. <laughs> like, she doesn't have the strength to do it, which is really sad to watch. A lot of, you know, every year you you learn new things, you realize stuff, like Kylie says. Um, and within the last year or so, I've really been realizing women put up with a lot. A lot. Even the yeah. bitches who act like they're not putting up with much have put up with shit I cannot fathom happening to me. And then it's always like after they break up, like, yeah, like he was doing this and that and that and that and this and this and that and that. And I'm like, wait, sis. <laughs> Come again? <laughs> you were suffering like that? Like, what? What? Like. Why didn't you say something, girl? Like, that's how I feel. You can always blink twice and we'll know what that means. Just to say you were in a relationship? And, <clears throat> and I, like, that's, like, something I feel like I have to, like, personally just keep in mind whenever I see everybody going on these, like, <laughs> you know, trips and vacations and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. But then I'm like, these niggas hate? Ooh, Ooh I get to say it twice. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! these people <laughs> hate each other like some people really like have not talked to their man for like a week but they're on vacation because it's not refundable <laughs> like it, it's just crazy my cousin recently <laughs> booked a trip with her man and she literally said she was and it's in july she was like even if we don't make it we both gotta go because we already paid for it <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, damn, is that how we're maneuvering? That's how people are maneuvering. Don't let them tell you any differently. I will never, I would never let them tell me any differently. But it is just, like we were talking about, literally comes full circle, talking about people's threshold earlier. Like, what are these women's breaking points? And they seem to break and then stay in the relationship. That's what's even crazier. And be knowing a dude for 365 days. Staying in this relationship, broken as fuck. Like you've been with him for 20 years at this point. Like, babe, you just met him. Why are you doing all this? Like y'all got a mortgage. You don't owe him nothing. And then you stay and then you end up having his kid or something. Now it's a problem. Now, now we kind of want to work some things out. You bitches is moving backwards. I'm not understanding. I'm not even trying to judge. Like I really want to understand. I want to understand. <laughs> we talk about the game and I want us to help me. Please.
because I want to understand we talk a big game and we're supposed to be these powerful beings and I think we're supposed to be taking over the world at least that's what we're slated to do so I'm confused how we also have no backbone it's the phrasing we're slated to like it's like a business model <laughs> yeah so like in Q4 Q4 we're going to make that for sure <laughs> according to our projections uh women should take over the world in approximately three like you know what i mean like <laughs> we're slated i feel like ramona for the first time in my life no hope no drive <laughs> <laughs> no direction <laughs> you bitches got no, her no, eyes no drive no direction wow all I have to say is that we watch Paulina break in the last couple minutes of this episode. So. I don't even know this fucking woman. And I've only seen her as her broken self. I just want to make that clear. Wow. The way she unraveled once they lost, but I mean lost once they left. But okay, so MJ, what's also shocking is it's like 1030 at night and MJ hasn't even like started to cook for this dinner. Um <laughs> So she starts like seasoning steaks and like throwing them on and like boiling potatoes all of a sudden because Mike Not came in. Potatoes. Once Mike realized the narrative had gotten out of his hands, he no longer had control of it. Because I guess obviously that's why he came in hot trying to tell his story so that we could hear it from his perspective and believe him, I guess. But once mm-hmm. he realized that wasn't happening, he's like, babe, it's 1030. She was like, Okay. He was like, it's 1030, remember? She's like, no. He's like, the kids. They have school tomorrow? 1030? She was like, um, okay. So Mike's line, he's ready to go. Um, Paulina's not even, you know it's bad when she's not even throwing him a bone. Like, oh yeah, it's 1030. Like, she's like, no, wait, what are you talking about? She hates him. Um, so now they're trying to like quick, like, She's cutting up bites of steak for him to eat before he leaves. And he's eating a few potatoes and take this tiramisu with you. And let's do a shot before you leave. Like he's trying to rush out. Um, and they're quick drinking too. You just, just know that they. Oh, sorry. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'm going to have to get eliminated. Bitch. Um, That's so crazy. Yeah, I was holding down one key for too long, so it freaked out. Um, my tit was, and that's why I need a reduction. Um, <laughs> long story short. Long story short, I'm using that soundbite as evidence. So, <laughs> anywho, Paulina and Mike leave. Paulina puts on a good face. Like, even Tommy makes, like, a joke. Like, we should have the girl that Mike's texting junk out of the cake because it's his birthday. Like, bad joke, bad timing. Um, Paulina laughs. She She's light about it. Mike's pissed about it. Um, and as soon as they get in the car, Mike starts to paint this narrative that she's a lush. Like, it's quite clear that's what he's really going for. He As soon as they get in the car, he's like, too much 1942. Like, you seem a little drunk. You seem a little wasted. And she is, but that has nothing to do with her reaction. Like, I, yeah, maybe it's a little heightened, but her reaction is fair for what you've done. Um, 
and she starts to unravel. She's sitting there in silence by herself, just thinking. You can tell her mind's racing and tears are streaming down her face. Mm. Um, and Mike's shouting out things like, she's completely drunk. Oh my gosh. Like, so she storms out of the car, no shoes on, um, to go in the producer van. And he's like, they're filming us. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. Leave me alone. Like, you're not coming home with me. And she gets in the producer van and I assume they drive her home. And that's the end of that episode. Producer van, right. <laughs> they whisk her off because she can't even stand the sight of Mike. And he this whole time, he's like, oh my gosh, why are you acting like this? What has happened? Like, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, they show the season like trailer. It looks like it's going to be some, some stuff. Um, and of course, the cheating is in the center. It kind of reminds me of season six of VPR, how in the premiere we found out about Faith and Jax, and then that kind of anchored the season. And then some shit happened in between, but that was like the center of it. So, and also while talking to Obi, he compared Jax to Mike, which, yeah. Again, the reason why I had to bring both of them up. They're just terrible. (laughs) One type's a terrible, and it's really bad. So we get into the next episode. This is a little bit of a lighter episode. the intro is what we were kind of talking about earlier with Nima in the car with Mike. Um, and he reveals not only does it sound like Mike in the text, but Mike has WhatsApp. So it's Mike probably. And Mike's getting heated about it. He wants his friend to be on his side. Like he can't believe that they would speak out on it. But Again, Nima's here to narrate, so he's not going to miss the opportunity to talk to us, the audience, and say, like, yeah. So, like, I know it's Mike. Mike knows it's Mike. And we can all move on because we know that. So we don't know where they're going. They never give us the payoff of seeing where they're going. But we do think Mercedes, she meets up with this lady named London. And London, I guess, is a new cast member friend of TBD. We don't get any clarity, but she's a lesbian so that's nice to have another gay on the show she seems i don't know they they give a little flimsy like connection to mj really doesn't seem like they know each other she's seen her on instagram once or twice um and the woman (laughs) also revealed that she i don't forget at what point but she says that she's met mike's penis before and I guess that's the theme of this season because one of her friends received a dick pic from him and she was with her friend, so she saw the dick. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's really easy to access a photograph of his penis. Right, which means it's probably sizable. Like, much like Jack. I mean, right, because I'm like, guys that like don't have a good looking or a good size one, they're not going to... A micro penis man is not quick to sit a dick pic. Right. <clears throat> Unless he's in a special niche market, particularly like, you know, he's sending it to his femdom, like humiliation kink. Like, you know, like <laughs> he has don't... a gag in his mouth and he's bent over with <laughs> micro penis hanging. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's the only case I would, I could imagine outside of having a big schlong. Otherwise, I'm airing some people out, so I hope no one I know in real life is listening to this, but um, I've seen a micropenis dick pic because someone showed me, like, this guy they were messing around with that had a micropenis, and to say, like, he looks so sensitive in the photo, and I think you just look, 
sensitive in a photo when you have a micro penis. You know what I mean? It was not sexy. I hate to say masculine, but like masculine energy. Like, yes, oh, give me that. It was so dainty. Like, I was like, I would have never sent this photograph. I would have never. It's it's actually like a really interesting problem to have because I, I almost feel for them because like you really don't have like any choice but to have yeah you know the penis you're given I would think I don't know if there's a penis surgery out there, there is yet. a penile implant you can get but then you lose feeling in certain parts it's you know it's a lot of hassle it's not an easy surgery and who's trying to lose feeling in their penis like I mean it's the, the point, point of everything you know, like some, because I know like some women like, don't want to have like breast lifts or whatever because they don't want to lose like sensation nipple. in their nipples. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I, nipple play is great, like whatever. But like, I would quickly lose nipple sensation if I could. I've had it for this long. It's not like I've never had it. I'll be okay. Like, it's not. I mean, like, how many people are really having nipple orgasms? I mean, come on. So, it, it, but that's not this, it's not even the equivalent of a penis. You know what I mean? So, I really could only imagine having a micro penis like what do you do with that i'm sure they're great people they're great guys but then i was also confused because the guy i knew with the micro penis was also like a heavy set dude mm. so then maybe it's not micro maybe he just is big he was almost like virtually a kindle like nothing there almost like type guy <sighs> Um, I also feel like this is like a myth. I feel like it's like Bigfoot when people are like, "Yeah, like I saw a guy with a micro penis." I'm like, that doesn't really happen because I've never met a guy with a micro penis. First time I had ever seen it. I've never seen one. You know, like I wish I had the photograph because I would send it to you. I would. You would be shocked. It was because I crazy. I've seen smaller than you thought. You know, and that's always in itself jarring. You're like, oh fuck. But like a true micro penis whoa i can't i couldn't conceptualize it before i had seen it back to shots we're going to palm springs that's really what it's all about everyone's packing for palm springs i don't really think anything else happens besides us meeting this woman london who's now going to be coming to palm springs and she is mj's plus one so um they take two different rides because there's two clicks and it's like the london Nima, MJ, Mike bus, and then there's the Reza, Gigi, Destiny bus. Which bus would you be in? Wait, okay, so it was Reza, Destiny, Gigi, Destiny, Gigi, and then MJ, Nima, Mike in London. Well, I'm obviously on the first one. You said you're not on the first one, or you are? Oh, I'm not on the Mike and Nima one, so. So you're on the Reza Destiny GG. I guess so. <laughs> um, so that's an interesting answer. I think I'm on the other one. I think I'm on the Nemo Mike one. Only because I want to hang out with MJ. It has nothing, and I hate Destiny. It has nothing to do with. Right. Like, I like MJ, but not enough that I'm comfortable sitting with mike and and nima doesn't do anything for me so it's like well i mean right, nima is like does, is a non-entity in london i'm considering a non-entity as well and i don't hate mike like i i kind of like him in a weird jack's way like you know like I, he's kind of funny he's gross uh, but he's kind of funny 
So mm. I think I could, I could, I could sit in a, in a car ride with him for two hours for sure. Um, it's just two non-motherfucking factors, one sleeve, and then one person I like. You know, it's just the odds were just not great for me. But. <laughs> I definitely like Gigi and Reza more. But again, you don't understand. Destiny is my arch nemesis, so I can't be in a car with it. Um, um, complete side note again, because, you know, that's all we do here. <laughs> um, I'm scrolling through Twitter, not Twitter, um, Instagram, and I'm seeing the doctor that, like, I think Margaret may have gone to mm-hmm. for her Lift. body work. Yeah. And oh, not even just Margaret. Um, Dolores went to him too. Now, Dolores' stomach looks great, but I'm seeing some of like his other work. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's like really scary. I don't think he's gotten the belly button down mm. pat for me. Is it on coin slot? Some of them are a little bit on coin slot. Mm. Some of them are a little bit on like, it's clearly not a hole. You know, it just looks like a cutout of your stomach, but like there's a wall behind it. Like there's nothing. It's a tunnel to nowhere. Like, it's so weird. I can't That's describe scary. it. That's scary. Uh, but and then some look great, and I hate that surgery could really just be a crapshoot. I'm trying to think, should I go on this side note or not? Okay, no, just really quickly. <laughs> Dolores, like, okay, cool, like surgery is like awesome, great, okay. She's now getting like thigh lifts and like unnecessary surgery, so that it's starting to get scary to me. Mm. A thigh lift, a thigh lift when oh, I don't. When did she get a die a die lift? After the BBL, which also seems like ridiculous. Most importantly, and and again, I know some people are just gonna be angry. Who is this for? She What's the point? Have, she even got a vaginal rejuvenation, but I'm confused who's in the vaginal region. <laughs> It's it's not David, and it's it's not Frank allegedly. So like, who is this for? She, she can claim that it's for herself all she wants. The hottest connection I've ever seen her have is with her son. So I don't know. <laughs> I've been dying to say that. Back to the van. <laughs> <laughs> We were going to get anywhere productive with that. That's why I was like, do I even bring this up? Yeah, sure, we're here now. But <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I deviated first, so why not? Um, they show the throwbacks of the your uterus, you know, 10 abortions, blah, blah, blah. And basically that's to explain that they can't all ride in the same car because Reza feels as though Nima is the pot stir on that because he invited MJ to come to this party when he knew Reza was in a bad space with her. It's like, no. How other people choose to act is their journey and the way you choose to react is yours. You have to take responsibility for the fact that him inviting this woman to this event did not make you scream that. Get over yourself. Right. Um. But that's what he's claiming. And this is also the point where 
Destiny's really trying to push this dog Frank Sinatra on us. So she brings Frankie Frank Sinatra on the trip. So Frank Sinatra sitting next to Destiny in this blonde wig and like a circa 2012 like Aztec print bodycon. And she thinks she looks so hot. So she's doing like weird movements. Also, we didn't really talk about this, but like much noted, speaking of surgeries, Destiny came back this season surgeried and filled up. Mm. I think she got a nose job too. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know her before, so. The lips are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she went, again, speaking of porn stars, she went full blow-up doll on the lip mm-hmm. um okay so yeah that's what they're just talking about why they couldn't ride together so the one car is just going straight there but then the other car is tasked with going to the grocery store so they fill up they ball out reza ends up spending seventeen hundred dollars for them to eat which took my breath away not even like eating out like these grocery stores are supposed to be the cheap place right yeah they they spent real coin he didn't even flinch yeah just like immediately put his card in and kept moving like and then he even says while they were shopping like don't buy one of anything we have to get two because if more than one person likes it we're fucked and again, again. Like he's known for having spreads and he and they all like to eat like this cast eats so well i can see it. like there are a lot of them <laughs> not only are they ethnic people and ethnic but... people are quick to eat like all of us eat yeah but... they're they're thick and proud on this show so yeah. you know talk about body positivity it's all yeah honestly probably why i like mj you know a little bit more yeah, and MJ loves to wear something that's too tiny too, which is really cool. Yeah, I always love that. Love, it. <laughs> love if she rocks the shit top. out of it. You some people, you know how sometimes people look uncomfortable in their too tiny shit. She never looks uncomfortable in it. Yeah, I'm the person that looks uncomfortable in mine. So yeah. I'm, I'm always like, <laughs> I'm always happy for someone who like literally doesn't care. Yeah, I look stiff. I'm doing weird things where my purse is sitting in front of my stomach. Like, <laughs> right, I'm positioning myself in a ridiculous way. I'm yeah. moving like a robot, like very specifically, so you only see me from certain angles. Like I'm that person, and As she, there's no angle she won't hit. Yeah, she doesn't care. Yeah, awesome. Again, free. I'm sure. At the fullest form of myself, I'll be like that. I'm not there yet. Soon. Soon enough. Um, so yeah, they go and they unpack. What did you think of the house? Any notes of it? Uh, it was cute. It was very, you know, like, um, insert Airbnb. In, yeah. Airbnb decor here, you know. Reza pulls up a little pissed because when he walks in he doesn't feel like he got a greeting he wanted you know drinks to be poured and everyone like hi Reza is sitting in the living room and that's not the energy he receives so he comes in with a smidgen bit of an attitude mm. um, 
So he's kind of on edge and he asks where Nima is. Nima's pooping and he says because of the groceries and they're not taking out the groceries, which fair, they bought them and brought them. So they shouldn't have to unload them. So he's kind of on edge, whatever. He goes to his room. Destiny goes to her room. Gigi goes to her room. Now Gigi ignores Nima. Now Nima and Gigi have a little bit of a history because Nima and Gigi have always been on the verge of hooking up also, but never mm-hmm. have. Um, so I so whatever they have, that tension is underlying. They had they didn't really explain, maybe I missed it, why they fell out. And I remember it being part of the season. It's more so it seems like just Gigi is on Reza's side. And so she's cool with falling out with Nima. Mm-hmm. Um, Linda introduces herself. There's weird energy in the air. Everyone's kind of tense. It's like kind of walking around and stuff. Um, Reza and Nima, they hug. So it seems like they're off to a good start. But I don't know what happened. And then things kind of just like went south from there with Nima and Reza. They're just in the kitchen, hanging out. And Reza goes in on Nima. And he calls him a bitch. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was real tense. Like um, MJ's calling Destiny a lap dog. I agree. And <laughs> <laughs> and that's not that. Destiny talks about her dog is like psychic or something. She says that it's like she's like my dog's anxious because like my dog knows I am anxious, but like then we never see the dog anxious. I was confused. I would have um, like stay off of like the dog like spazzing out. Again, the anxiety dog line like that is that your storyline for this season? Like that, it was just a peculiar. I couldn't find myself caring. You know what I mean. My problem with Destiny is she has no discernible character traits and she's always searching for her bit that'll land that she can like hook her anchor onto, but she never has one. Like you're not interesting enough mm-hmm. to have one. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she moved across the street from Reza so she could stay on the show. Like there was a desk, there was like a Hail Mary because she doesn't mm-hmm. bring a lot. She thinks wearing, she's like one of those people who's like, oh, I have on a different color wig. Like, I'm a different person. Like, one of those things. Mm. Uh, just lazy. Um, on a show full of characters firing on so many cylinders, it's lazy. Um, mm. So, yeah, huge Destiny fan. And they're just kind of just showing everybody talking, unpacking, talking to their loved ones, which I don't know why that's relevant to us. No one says anything of, of worth in that. Um, so like I said, Nima and Reza get into it. From there, Lyndon is kind of talking them through it. It seems like she's some sort of relationship expert. No offense, Heavenly. But because she alludes to it later when she's talking to Gigi and she was like, can you just, come on, can I just two compliments to each other now? Like she's doing that. So it seems as though this is her profession. Um... And they are able to come up with two what seem like genuine compliments about each other. So they talk each other down. And Reza says, like, I'm sorry, which was weird because he earlier said, like, I lied the last time I said I'm sorry. I I didn't mean it. And then he just does it all over again. Hmm. So I was like, so did you get over it this time or are you still pissed? Um, 
Reza is quick to still be pissed about something and then like act like it's fine and then again plot your downfall and then be like oh but like I'm over it but then also be like trying to kill you (laughs) I'm gonna tell you all their signs at the end so you can get that payoff too but unless you've already looked I haven't okay cool so again Destiny does this weird thing with Frank Sinatra the dog in the pool nothing really happens there and Gigi's sitting, talking to London, talking about how she wants to be in an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship where she has multiple partners. Um, uh, okay. Okay, so is that your plot this season? Are you on the hunt for your poly king or what? <laughs> um, do we get that payoff? I highly doubt it right she's had so many fleeting romances on this show i'm over her um but she's looking for a stepdaddy and i get that too multiple stepdaddies it seems like hey retreat child (laughs) i'm looking for a kid to even i mean i'm looking for a daddy (laughs) we have to go full sperm donor on it i i don't want to have to yeah i'm gonna have to do a gg yeah Luckily, she would like her parents were invested in her journey, so they like coughed up the cash to get her like a top tier sperm donor. So hopefully, my parents will pity me. And it's always just interesting to me because like people are like I want my sperm donor to be smart and da, da, da. I'm like, do smart, enterprising men donate their sperm? I'm just wondering. <laughs> I don't think they do. I wonder if there's any man I know. I mean, that's not something they really like share and go around talking about. But I wonder if I know a man who's ejaculating in a cup. For a 99 cent pizza. (laughs) Check that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wonder. Do you think you know anyone? Or has anyone come forward? I mean, no. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i only know about the guys that were um you know giving up their plasma for some coin but that's about it <laughs> i love that side hustle of like donating plasma for cash <laughs> <laughs> like it was funny is they don't even give you a fucking cash like cash they give you a cash card so now you have one of those fucking like visa gift cards which is like inconvenient so dumb (laughs) oh shit well nigga dude to make some shit shake you know like to get by just for a meal you gotta do what you gotta do but if i was a dude i would have jacked off in a cup i'm not above that not either but i'm just saying like they never come forward I just don't think these are the enterprising men women seem to have convinced themselves they are. Like, I I don't see it. Like, I don't see a Bill Gates doing that. And if he did, but that's the thing. If he did do it, he was like 22. You know what I mean? Down and out. And it was a different time, which is really cool. There has to be some- Which which I guess is- which I guess is fair and fine because the jeans are still the jeans, you know what I mean? But I mean, how often does that happen? You know, what are the odds? <laughs> You're 
more likely to win the fucking lottery. Because if I'm like, if I was unlucky enough that I couldn't find him in general, that I had to go get my get a sperm donation, it's, I don't think I'm gonna be lucky enough to get that million dollar sperm. Like, so it's just like, yeah, lose lose all around. But side note, yeah. So she's looking for her Polly King and. They cut to, I guess the theme of tonight is 2010, which was a weird theme. And it doesn't seem like anyone understood the theme. It's not like they dressed in the theme, like we would get on Housewives or anything. They have on like glasses that say 2010, like stun of shades. And I guess that's 2010 for you. But how do you dress in 2010? Yeah. Definitely like um like a bright jegging, I think would have been appropriate. Were we doing that in 2010? I think, so. I think colored jeans were definitely a 2010 thing. <laughs> Remember new boys? New boys. That's what I think of in 2010. Yeah. Right. So I in think the, of like, yeah. Like in a, those Kanye shutter shades. Oh then I'm saying, she has on the stun of shades. So like points for that, for sure. That was okay. definitely the vibe. That's fair. Quite honestly, uh, that limited uh, to uh, sequence uh, number that um, Reza had on the confessional was very 2010, I feel. Like very hmm. like skater girl, e-boy. Like, he was a <laughs> it could be some really cool looks that they could have turned but they just didn't yeah um and then Gigi it's has it. like a flapper headdress and I feel like that was pretty random I don't know it was a slop it was sloppily put together yeah I just too. didn't really get it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like their claim to it was like Think about 2010, we were all like friends in and not beefing. So let's go back to that. And Nima was like, I was fat and unhappily married in 2010. Like, I don't want to go back to that. Another fun like sex point he brought up on the way over was that they asked MJ if she would be okay with threesomes and she never really answered, but it seemed like she was kind of veering toward no. And Nemo was like, oh, really? Like, me and my ex-wife used to do them, like, often. Right. But he was also very clear that... It was two and a half sums, which I love that wording. That he was really just a non-factor in that. Like, Ross Geller and friends, like, totally... Yeah, I was there, but could have went and left, and they wouldn't have noticed. I also liked his comment about 2010. He was like, I don't want to go back to 2010 i was fat and married like <laughs> and they show that fine. photo right on time too of him being fat and unhappily married i'm like i'm with him when I, in the future like when i'm you know skinny and like rich and like you know married imagine someone has like a 2020 party they would never, <laughs> they would you know? never. and i'm gonna be like i don't want to have a 2020 party like I was fat and unhappy that <laughs> you know what I mean I cannot okay. go to a 2020 party like where we have to wear masks I have PTSD I will not be able to go could you imagine if somebody did that that's actually insane it's like the new masquerade ball it's the new twenties, but it's like the 2020s yeah yeah not the new masquerade ball yeah it's like it's the masquerade and I can see someone doing like a pun already masquerade you know what I mean like I don't yeah. want to do it 
Yeah. Hmm. Like, remember when Nene had that one party was like, uh, gays and girls, white party soiree with seafood. It's like one of those. Like a masquerade, <laughs> <laughs> masquerade 2020 COVID-19. Where I make it 2020, but also COVID-19, like one of those. Right. Um, ooh, that makes me cringe. So they're having this weird themed party. And also what I love about this show is Gigi's like a stoner. Like that's her storyline. So they all, unlike any other show in Bravo, they show her smoking. So you'll notice that she has a joint and so does Reza, which we've never seen Reza do on camera. Like, yeah, it's Gigi's thing and we know that, but Reza was smoking today and I was, I was really into that. I like that for him. Mm-hmm. He needs to lighten up. So hopefully that takes his defenses down. But I don't know, Gigi gets lit. And I guess in that litness, what she wants to do is talk to Mike and have like a poly to poly conversation about like, look, my eyes are open now to this whole other world and I think you should join us. It was like a cult uh-huh. conversation, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, leave Paulina and everything you know and come over here with me. Mm. Um, and Mike denies this opportunity. But he also says it as though, like, I don't cheat. So, like, I don't want that. Like, I'm not into a polyamorous relationship because I wouldn't exercise my rights. I don't want to sleep with anyone else. hmm he also didn't use that wording of like, no, that was just someone trying to like tear my relationship down. But like, my relationship is fine. Very jacks of him also. Right. Like, it's fine to you. <laughs> Paulina wouldn't even say it's fine, I don't think. Um, so he comes back overheated. He's like, it's my relationship. Everyone said the fuck out of it. Um. So... Everyone knows what he's on. And Destiny tries to make a point that she says she cares about Paulina. and I care about you, Mikey June, and all this other shit, but we know it's not the first time. And we all know it, that he didn't need to hear that in that moment. Um, but he's just saying, like, where have you heard this? Like, why are you believing everything you hear? Why are you in my fucking business? Um, it's more of just like a, people are talking shit again, very jacks. Like it's not what I've done. It's you all are obsessed with what I do. And you just want to talk about it. If you have a problem with me, don't bring it up. It's your problem. <laughs> um, she calls him Love shallow that. and he says, shallow boo-boo. I have an outfit from target. What's shallow? Uh, weird. That was a weird <laughs> weird it was a weird Dare I say might have proved her point but okay <laughs> exactly if anything quite honestly um proves her point so I guess Nima tries to defend him saying like oh it's a birthday celebration for Mike and he feels attacked so of course he's gonna lash out but He's embarrassed, like he's caught and he's trying to lie and no one's believing it. So he's frustrated. Right. And that is the episode. Or the wow. episode. Wow. Round of applause. We've been up, we've been down, we've been around. Who is your shot on display? I'm so excited to hear yours. 
I don't know. Um, hmm. Hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I guess I have to give it to Mike. <laughs> and wait, here's <laughs> as much shit as I was talking. Again, very jacked. I mean, hate to give it to him, but gotta. But gee, you just gotta. Not even for the scandal, but the the lie cover up for the scandal, but like also not even really committed to the lie and don't even care if the lie doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You know, it's just it's just like this. I'm like <laughs> the lack of embarrassment. Like he just doesn't have any like clearly no scruples. Like he doesn't care what we think of him. Right. Which is really cool. Love that. I'm cool with giving in the mic too. Mike and whoever the woman was. And if not Mike, the hacker. I'll put it that way. And the hacker is Mike, so I think it's all full circle. It's very like, right, like <laughs> therefore, Mike. Yeah. Okay. Any final? We talked about a lot today. Anything you you gotta say before we go? Um, I don't think so. I I think we covered a lot. We did. Um. We're glad to be back. We're glad to be talking to you all. And yeah, until the next ep. Yeah. And I mean, I guess one of these days we'll try to give you guys like a PG episode, but it doesn't seem to be happening. So um, Although, if you all want that, speak up. We've never heard anyone come in our DMs begging for a PG episode. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, like, the content of these past shows have been very mature. When Mike is sending oh. texts asking, do you like or love anal? We have no choice but to <laughs> talk. I mean, you, you guys know anal's our trigger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I perked up like Mr. Peanut Butter. Like when he does those like that quick dog moment, like I felt like a lab. When I heard that, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You said anal? We've got to talk about this. So, yeah, um, glad to be covering Shaz. Glad to be talking about it. And I don't know. They gave us more than a lot of you housewives. So, I don't know. Catch up. Right. Okay. Until next time. Adios. Adios.